Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. January 17th, 1999. The Vikings were playing the Atlanta Falcons, Metrodome. And everybody knows what happened. The Vikings would lose in overtime 30-27. to 27. What Never should be forgotten in that game as Atlanta had a great year themselves. They were 14-2, and but the Vikings were a juggernaut. They were 15-1, and the only loss to Tampa. They were scoring at, at a rate that we had never witnessed before. And if you're a fan of the Vikings, an observer of the Vikings, at some point during the season, you thought it was just a done deal. They were going to the Super Bowl, and they would win the Super Bowl, but sports is sports, and it's unexpected all the time. It's part of the reason why you're drawn to it and part of the reason why you play it. One of the key players on that offensive juggernaut is now with us. Men I've talked to uh, many, many times over the years, uh, Viking great running back Robert Smith. Robert is with us, like all of our guests, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, sir. Hope you're well I appreciate you coming on. This game obviously brings a lot of memories back. If if I ask you to tell me the first thought which comes to your mind when you think about 25 years ago today, what is it? Huh. Well, the first thought really was, you know, being in the locker room after and just kind of that devastation. Um, you know, the banners, the celebration banners were up in the locker room. Um, you know, they had, had worked on that early and, you know, it was kind of a foregone conclusion that we were going to win it. So they started putting that stuff up and, you know, it was just kind of a a weird juxtaposition uh, with players crying and, you know, seeing those banners up there and feeling the devastation. And I remember, you know, people were going around the locker room, the um, reporters, when they came in, you know, trying to get people to talk and, you know, not a lot of people were talking. And, um, you know, I felt it was my responsibility to talk. You did. And, you know, and, and, you know, somebody, I can't remember who asked the question, you know, it was pretty simple, you know, uh, you know, one of those, how are you feeling right now? Kind of things. And, (laughs) yeah. uh, And, 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 you know, I obviously completely understood the question, but at the end of the question, it was like, I mean, it's devastating. It's, it's terrible. It's, you know, you work so hard and you come so close, but, I said, if this is the worst thing that ever happens to me, then I'm going to be a pretty lucky person. Yeah, that's great perspective. You're right. And it, at times, I'm sure it's incredibly difficult 
to have that perspective, you were a part of great wins, great losses. That's that's just part of sports. Was this the toughest locker room of all? Was this the toughest feeling after this game? Is it, or can you think of another game that somehow compares? Nothing close. Nothing close. I mean, and you know, the, kind of the way that the that the game went uh, as well. And kind of what happened, yep. you know, on on our second to last offensive drive, you know, just uh, before Gary missed the kick. I mean, we started at our twenty yard line. I remember we we're on the sideline as an offense, and we had gathered and you know encouraging each other, like you know, let's close this thing out. And you know, we had not run the ball well no. all day long. I looked at those stats. And, That's right. Yeah, and then you know, on that drive, I had forty five yards. I mean, those guys cleared it open. And, uh, you know, we, we got ourselves into position. And, you know, it's funny, you know, people talk about, the, you know, you went out of bounds twice on that drive. Like, yeah, they had a minute, they had a timeout and the two-minute warning. Like, even if we had run it on third down instead of throwing it on third down to stop the clock, you know, their worst-case scenario would have been about a, a minute 30 yep. and no timeouts. And they scored in a minute at 20 without any t- any concern about time. So it's funny, you know, it, and, you know, people – go back and they look at the game and they, you know, they want to blame everybody, but you know, it's, it's always a team game and it came down to Gary's kick, yep. but there are other things throughout the game. We should add more points, uh, you know, at, 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 at that juncture in the game. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a terrible loss. It's the kick that people remember more than anything, but that's a, that's the nature of the game. I have not clicked on NFL network today. Uh, they're, they're probably spending more time, looking ahead to the games this week, but the game does occasionally pop up. Have you watched the game since? Do you want to watch the game? Do you feel like I lived it? It was filled with so much anguish afterwards. I have no interest seeing it again. No, it, it took a while. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I, think I, I think I ended up watching it later in the year uh, in 99. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I've seen it and – you know, go back and and again. You know, you think about things that uh, that that could have been, but you know, most games come down to that, right? Like, um, it's it's never just one thing. And again, you go down to that last drive and and the missed kick, and you know, that's what uh, that's that's what sticks in your mind. But you know, going back and and selfishly. You know, hearing John Madden, uh, you know, talk about talk about me on that last drive and saying, hey, he, he doesn't want to come out of the game. He knows what's at stake. And, and he's like, he's being a warrior. And, and, and then they, they cut to uh, Evander Holyfield on the side. Like, There's a warrior right <laughs> there. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that part. That's, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good warrior. Um, okay, a couple other moments. It's the 20-7 to 7 decision. You guys are up. It's late in the first half. And, again, you're the offense that scored 550-some points. I'll say this, and you know I never was shy to give my opinion. I had no problem that you tried to score more. Plenty of other people probably played it in hindsight and said, no, they should have just run the ball and went into the first half. And others genuinely thought, what are you doing? At that point, when you're leading late in the first half, it's near your goal line. This led to what the the, the Chuck Smith play uh, with Randall. What were you thinking about that decision when you're trying to build the lead as opposed to staying status quo with the lead. Yeah, well, I mean, 
as an offense, you're always thinking, let's score more. Let's just let's try and take advantage of every opportunity that we can. You know, you're not really thinking strategically like that. Sure. Um, you know, in, 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 during the course of a game as a player, we're not we're not saying, oh, yeah, let, well, let's just sit on this thing. You will never get offensive players say, yeah, let's just sit on this thing. You're always, you know, in, in situations like that, you know, that, that, that first play, right? Like you're hoping for a nice chunk and mm-hmm. you get things moving. Uh, but that's, that's always the mindset of most offensive players. And I think most coordinators and, you know, that being Brian's last game, I'm sure that, you know, he and Denny spoke about that and they, they thought, uh, you know the way that the way that the offense operated most of the year, and as good as we were, why not take an opportunity to put more points on the board? You and Ro- I'll remind folks: Robert Smith is with us. Very kind to join us. Twenty-five years ago today, the Vikings lose in overtime to the Atlanta Falcons. Denny's decision has been discussed endlessly. You had a great relationship with Denny personally and professionally, but it is another reminder again: it's third down. Your own 27, 30, or 30 seconds left, two timeouts. When Randall is saying, we're going to take a knee, whatever the verbiage was, what, when your reaction, like you just your last answer is, we should always go. We're this good. We should always go. I'll admit, I'm watching that game, and I was shocked. Were you surprised under the circumstance with two timeouts, 30 seconds left, that Denny decided, let's go to overtime, and let's try to let's try to win it that way. Uh, you know, I I can't remember. You know what what had happened on the third down play? Um, I had gotten I had gotten a cheap shot. Uh, uh, you're, you're talking about at at at, at the at, I'm sorry. You're talking about at the end of the game, twenty seven twenty seven. Yes, right? in in regulation. Right when when Denny takes a knee there with thirty seconds left, two timeouts, and and it was third and three. Uh, yeah, yeah. That I mean, going back to it, I was I was injured. Oh, okay. so I, I forgot I, I, that. Yeah, part. so I, I I don't I don't even remember it. So on the third down play, uh, I think he made a throw to Randy, uh, but it was the it was the third down play right before uh, Gary missed the kick, yeah. and Jesse Tuggle, the linebacker. I still, you know, I I tried to get through Fox. They did the game. I tried to get the all twenty two to see exactly what he did. Yeah. But I had I had leaked late out of the backfield, and I had turned back towards Randall, and he took some sort of cheap shot at my leg. Oh, okay. And 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 it not that's why I didn't play in overtime, and I'm and I'm sure in in, in his <laughs> in his mind he was thinking, hey, this game's over. Yeah. They're about to kick the field goal and go to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to make sure that I take a shot at him and try and hurt him. It was cheap. You had. You know, you get hurt. Randall was hurt, like the end of the Arizona game. Didn't Eddie McDaniel get hurt? Also, I, I I remember a number of players were hurt. Would you have been okay to play in the bowl the next week? Uh, well, I think it was two weeks. Was it, I was trying to remember if it was a week or two weeks. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but it would yeah. it would have been tough. Yeah. It would have been it would have been close for sure. So Jesse got his wish, maybe. You know, what I mean, it's. Uh, it was a it was a, a nonsense cheap play, uh, but yeah, we did have a number of players hurt. I think Eddie, I think Johnny might have been hurt as well. Yep, he uh, was. we did we did have a number of people banged up. How did this one compare to forty one zero? 
Well, 41-0, you know, by the end of the game, it was a foregone conclusion. Um, I I will say going into 41-0, which was the most surprising part of it to me, was I had never been more convinced based on a week of practice attitude of the team that we were going to go and win that game. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a bigger shock to me that we lost that game than it was even uh, the Atlanta game. Um, just, just in that, you know, it just felt like we were ready to play and it's not that we weren't ready to play for the championship game. And obviously at the end of the game, you know, we think we're going to win it. Uh, but this one going in, I thought that we were, and it was just, you know, it was one of those days where, and, you know, I, I've seen this happen, you know, where it's just like teams get down, you get down early and you're in, you know, freezing conditions, hostile environment, and things just completely fall apart. It was it was a bizarre day, especially since it was my last game. Yeah, that, that was it for you. Um, I'll just pick up on this. I felt like, there were four guys on that team that professionally I knew very well. You, Chris Carter, Todd Stucey, and Mike Morris. And I think it was Thursday because, you know, at that point on Fridays, I don't think we met the media. You guys met the media. I think it was Thursday. Every one of you on background told me the same thing. We're having a great week. We're just flat out better. And it was just on background, so I couldn't attribute it to anybody. And that – that added even the shock to me as I was watching this game when it was twenty-one yeah. zip, you know, se- seemingly in a blink of the eye. Yeah, and that's and that's one that I haven't actually even gone back and watched. Maybe I'll torture myself this week and, <laughs> and go back and watch that. One. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, it was it was it was a brutal shock. It was an absolute shock the way that we played. You know, thinking that you're going to go in yeah. and win the game. I mean, I still remember because it was the last time, you know, it was the last time that I ran out of the tunnel. I remember running out of the tunnel and feeling so good uh, and so excited about what the day was going to be and then have it where we not only don't win, but it was the first time that we had been shut out. Yeah. It was just, it was incredible. Let's uh, transition to the playoffs this year. Um, Right now, it seems like everybody loves the Ravens and the 49ers, and because of what Baltimore did in San Francisco, actually, what is it, Santa Clara, excuse me, that everybody loves the, Baltimore. You see these teams on a regular basis. You know this game extraordinarily well. Is that too chalky for you? Do you like that, or what are you seeing right now? Uh, do I think that those teams are going to match up and that Baltimore yep. is going to definitely win? That might be, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a bit where I'm leaning. I mean, it seems like the it seems like it's to me it's almost too much of a consensus right now when the league is still as unpredictable as it is. I don't I don't think there's any. Yeah, it's it's way too unpredictable. And you know, you watch teams and the way they play and the way they develop and when they get hot. And you know, you look at Buffalo uh, and and the way that they played. Uh, you know, towards the end of the season, I think week 13 is probably week 12 or week 13. Hey, something crazy, like less than 10% chance yeah, right. to make it to the playoffs. Uh, and, and the way that they have played, it, you know, it would be, it would be hard for me to just hand it to anybody, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard for me to hand it to San Francisco as well. I, you know, that's just, that's just not the way that the game works. And 
you know, and any any team, any day, any given Sunday, and you know, they people say that, and and they say, well, yeah, that's just a saying, but it's truly the way that the game is. You don't know what's going to happen with injuries. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, just one little thing. All it takes is one guy a misstep on the back end. Uh, in the secondary to allow a touchdown mm-hmm. to happen, a missed block, bad step, somebody trips, allows a sack, causes a fumble, return for a touchdown. You know that's that's what makes the game so great. The that's fact it. that it's yeah. the fact that it's sudden death, and the fact that you know the teams, especially at this time of year, they're all so good and so closely matched that it's very rare that you have. Unfortunately, games like 41 Donut. Yeah. Well, we're talking about unpredictable. We just said the Atlanta game and the and the Giants game, just to point it out. Have you started the Bear yet? I recommended the Bear to you. It's now won Golden Globes. It's won the Emmys. Have you considered you know, I, that? I, I, I haven't started it, and you know what? I absolutely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as we get off of the phone, literally, I am going to start the Bear. Thank you. You'll enjoy it. Spe- I, 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 I apologize. No, <laughs> Life happens. I'm not having a full report on it yes, by now. Yes. Uh, season two is even better than season one, but you'll love it. I know this isn't easy to come on and review this game, so I genuinely appreciate it. Be well, and know we'll uh, reach out soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Chad. He uh, is a good man and has always been a stand-up individual, and it's not easy to talk about the game 25 years ago, let alone – 41 zip. We did this when it was the anniversary of which game, Dave? When we did it, I guess, was it the Drew Pearson one? It was somewhere recently where it said, what's the worst loss for you in Minnesota sports history? It, it had to be a Viking one because it's fairly recently, right? Yeah, I don't remember what it was now. What it was. Let's do it again real brief. The most soul-crushing Minnesota sports loss for you is. Because, I mean, the Vikings... Have the contenders, Drew Pearson, the wide left game, the Favre game. If you want to say going to Philly after the Minneapolis miracle, if you want to say 41 donut, there's the Vikings dominated for you as a sports fan. Which one hurt the most? Simple as that one. Which one maybe sticks with you now? Like you said, the wide left game still sticks with you. I mean, it's, it's, it was. What a crazy game. So many moments in it. What do you got? 651-461-9226. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The uh, sports loss, which hurt you the most. We did it a couple weeks ago. We can do it again today. What the heck? The Weeping Blondes, let's not forget. Mm -hmm. The Star Tribune cover. One gal, I forget her name now, became kind of a singing star around town. Sang at uh, from Boogie Wonderland. Oh, really? Heidi, I think maybe is her name. Sang the National Anthem a number of times. But, yeah, the Weeping Blondes, that classic that photo. photo. Um, all right, what do we got? Uh, you say we should squeeze in this call for sure. David, you, uh, you're you on WCCO. Hey, just uh, my biggest heartbreak for sports in Minnesota was the Vikings-Kansas City Super Bowl that we were so heavily favored in. Um, parents had a big party. Mom put on lots of food. My old man was a, was a cop, and he was so pissed off at the end of the game, he pulled out his gun and was going to shoot the TV. <laughs> he didn't, right? Well, mom stopped him. Good. But, uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very good. So, Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, Texas uh, is the, uh, the girl's name, Christy Love. Was that her name? I'm trying to remember. I thought maybe her real name was Heidi. I don't know. Good. Christy Love's a great stage name. Yeah. Texer might be 100% right. Go for hockey, losing to uh, Harvard. Championship game of the Civic Center. Didn't they? somebody hit the post right before it, too? I think. I think somebody did. For, for individual says the championship game when Darren dropped. Okay, I'm team Darren. The pass wasn't very good. The pass oh. was not very good. Oh, okay. Uh, that was not just a simple drop pass. Watch it again. It wasn't that easy. Favre across the body. Mm-hmm. I think 99 was worse. As good as that 2019 was, they weren't invincible like the 15 oh, no. team. And you were going to New Orleans. The Saints yeah. had a great year. They yeah. were favored. Yeah. And it wasn't until about midway through the third quarter he said, we're going to win this thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, when people say, oh, we were the better team that day and then turned it over. <laughs> Hello, turnovers matter. Adrian, I think, what did he drop? Uh, 12. 12 fumbles. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, stunning. Uh, Viking game is so painful, I quit, quit watching them after the 98 <laughs> season. Uh, still in denial about the, the gopher hockey loss this past year. Yeah. That's a tough one, too, because – you're going to look back, and you probably thought at the time too. But look at how look at how Faber's playing for the Wild right now, mm-hmm. and all these guys, you know, Snuggerud and Cooley. That's going to be one of the most talented goal for hockey teams ever. And you had it, you lost a Quinnipiac. Really, Quinnipiac. Underrated Quinnipiac. Okay, you've you've studied Love their up. hockey stuff. I watched their older tapes. Brian Sullivan is tremendous with us when he joins us from CNBC and Last Call. Sully's next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, Sully, we're testing you here. We always play local Minneapolis-St. Paul music. When a lover of music joins us, Brian Sullivan, on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, do you know this artist? John Thurlow? Atmosphere. Atmosphere? Mm-hmm. Okay. Atmosphere. I like it. I remember him. Is, is there a there a Minneapolis band? Dave, is it... Uh, yeah, it's a hip-hop duo out of Minneapolis. They probably had their biggest moments. Early aughts? Early, yeah, early aughts, early mid-aughts. Yeah? Uh, they were sort of in that same era. as you, you, you had sort of... Yeah, okay. You had a couple of these, the Everlast-type era. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. We try to, we try to throw you off pop sometimes. Goes the we- pop goes the weasel. Third base. Yeah, okay. I'm there. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pay you a compliment. I'm watching Last Call uh, last night, and I watch it on a regular basis. And part of what I think works so well on your show is you will have very smart people talking about complex topics where I think an individual who is totally immersed in the topic can be involved in this interview learn from this interview, but also the casual person who is just naturally curious is also interested in the topic. And I think other shows, is not just shows about the market, the economy, and part of what I love about your show, it, it dabbles in other areas also, where either they dumb it down too much or it's too insider. And I think you guys have really struck the right balance. How, how big of an emphasis is that for you guys when you're talking about what what we need to do on the show. Well, thank you for the compliment. That is a very high compliment because my goal when we launched the show was that, number one, we're going to educate. We're not going to talk down to people. We're not going to talk above people. We're not better than anybody. We're going to educate. We're going to tell the truth. And, and, and here's, here's the one thing I said to my team before we launched. Everything I say, even if it sounds insane, has to be provably accurate from a valid source with a 30-second Google search, because I want people sitting at home or listening on the radio, don't do it while driving, just like right now, okay? 
that if they hear me say something like, no way, and they go to their whatever, and they're like, oh, it's true. I'll give you an example tonight, and I don't want to give too much away because I want people to watch. I do this segment every day called RBI Random But Interesting. Yeah. Today, mm-hmm. we're doing, you, you read about, it. listen, climate change is real, and it's a threat. Yep. Two and yes. a half years, I want to be clear, you got to say this stuff because people get all jumpy. Two and a half years ago, okay, we had critical low drought reservoir and dam water levels in California, Nevada, and Utah. Okay, I grew up in California. Like, it's a real deal. It was terrifying. It was That's changed. And your viewers and listeners may not be hearing a lot about it. Tonight, we're going to show you some very good news okay. about what's happening out west. Good. And, yeah. again, easy to prove. They can go source it themselves and be like, hey, they were telling the truth. So my view is this. If my parents would find it interesting and understandable, I'm going to do it. They're Perfect. my benchmark. Last call, CNBC, 6 o'clock, set it up on the DVR, so if you're not around, you still can consume it. Among the topics uh, you covered last night is Musk and what he's doing right now with Tesla. You tell me what Elon is doing, and is he going to get his way, or does he even need to get his way, as your guest suggested last night? I... Elon has a way of getting what he wants. He's the richest man in the world. I mean, a lot of people, he's very polarizing now. People used to love him. I literally have friends in New Jersey who sold their Teslas or said they won't buy one when he bought Twitter. They're like, well, he's a right winger. I'm out. And they literally sold their Teslas or wouldn't buy one because of Elon Musk. He's a polarizing guy, right? So he he tends to get what he wants. Uh, he, there's no way he could take Tesla Prime. That's way, the stock, by the way, has billions of shares outstanding. It's the most important stock in America, not from like it's buying and selling Tesla, but because Tesla stock is layered into so many hedge fund options and what they call Delta One strategies. I'm boring you. I did exactly what I said I wouldn't do. <laughs> but it, it's, it's a massively important stock other than just buying and selling it. So there's nothing. Tesla stock has to stay the where it is. We'll see what happens. It's a hell of a fight. Well, he wants he wants more of the pie. He wants more controllers threatening to take some of his other ideas elsewhere. Is that is that a simple way to do it? Simple way to say well, it? So, so this is what's interesting. He's trying, if your listeners don't know, he basically they want to build artificial intelligence inside of Tesla, which seems weird. You're like, what, yeah, what does right. one have to do with the other? Well, it's manufacturing, it's robotics, but also the cars, what they call long language learning models, LLMs. The cars are basically computers and robots on wheels. They're not cars. People who drive Teslas aren't car people. They're computer people for the most part. They want to they get around in a different way. The cars learn. And so you use the knowledge of the car to help build out AI. And basically Musk is saying, if you don't give me 30% control of Tesla, I'm going to go build my own AI thing, or I might, outside of Tesla, yep. because I'll, I'll, it'll be successful. Everything he, Pretty much everything he does is successful. Twitter's got problems, but he bought it. He didn't build it. Ryan Sullivan is with us from Last Call. Okay, let me stay one more question with EVs. Where are we at this year? Where are we at the next couple years with EVs? And then how valid is the criticism I'm seeing? Because I know you just tweeted something about this, where I'm seeing it on Fox and other right-leaning sites of all the issues – EVs are having right now because of the cold weather all across the country. Well, it's really cold. I mean, you guys, that I heard the weather report awful. coming in. I mean, it's 25 here in New Jersey, and I'm complaining about it. Uh, it's spring for you guys. Yeah, sign me oh, up. Listen, I, everybody, everybody thinks I'm sort of anti-EV because I'm, I'm practical. By the way, I bought an EV. Yeah, okay, you've told us that before. One. Yep. Yeah, I'm not supporting or un, I don't want to 
you know, take a what a poop on any one company. Um, you know, it's got there's there's real there's problems, but I also have a couple of other cars. Here's the reality: people are blaming the cars. Some people are blaming the Chargers. When it's that cold, like where you guys are, I mean, it's like dangerous. Like you can't go outside. Type cold batteries just don't work well. That's not like some anti. It doesn't matter which battery it is. How about this? Take your cell phone outside. Take your iPhone outside. Leave your iPhone outside for an hour. Come back and see what happens. You're not going to have a battery. The phone will probably shut itself off, or the battery will be drained. And that, that's the the battery in your phone and the battery in your car are basically the exact same thing. So you, just, if you want to know how your car works, yep. The more you use your phone, the faster it drains. The hotter it is, the colder it is. Same thing. You made a point about President Biden the other day on Twitter, which I make an awful lot. And I, I just think even as most ardent supporters have to acknowledge this. This is a man who, as a senator, was on every show possible. I mean, if there was a cable access show, Senator Joe Biden made himself available. And right now, President Joe Biden, he'll answer two or three questions, maybe walking out of the White House, the occasional state visit, maybe the rare Air Force One, but sitting down with CNBC or the Washington Post or a a formal press conference, it just doesn't happen anymore. This is the president of the United States. They are making a political decision that they're worried what effect it would have on him and the administration if he would have one of his bad days. You weren't doing this as a political shot. You were just pointing out. This is what is taking place, and people have to factor that when they're evaluating the president now and when they're potentially evaluating a vote for him this upcoming November. Yeah, and thank you. People get on me about it. They're like, oh, you're going after Biden. Why why didn't you go after Trump? First off, I didn't have this show when Trump was president. This show is different than what I did in the morning. That was more of a straight thing. This is more we tend to come at it from different perspectives. So whatever, if if the former guy ends up re-winning and does the same thing, I'll go after him. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, but I do care when we're not getting information that we need to get. As far as I know, I could be wrong. If anybody out there fact checks me, please, I'll correct it. I think the last live interview the president gave was in July, I I think. I mean, by the way, open invitation to him anytime on my show. I'll come to D.C. We'll do anything he wants to do. I, I would be honored to do that, listen, here's the thing. i got a lot of friends. July is stunning. So it's stunning. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I've, I got a lot of friends in D.C. i got friends in the White House press corps. I've got colleagues in the White House press corps. Don't listen to me. Listen to them. They're frustrated. That, to get an interview with the president is a crowning moment in a journalist's life. I'm not talking about a short interview on a podcast or with a comedian with, you know, probably no, no. prearranged questions. Correct. Okay? That's very different. I'm talking about this is running the most important job in the United States. And here's what's terrifying. The former guy, by the way, he's not debating either. Nope. Biden has a real challenger in Dean Phillips. We've interviewed seven presidential candidates on my show. Yep. Seven. Okay. The two guys are ducking debates. I, I, I tweeted this out. I don't know if you saw it. And Frank once the other night agreed with me. My sources in D.C. tell me there will be no presidential debate. I agree with you. President Biden will say something like, I'm not going to give a platform to that extremist or lower or, you know, lower my office to whatever. We could end up having an election and not one single public debate or fast paced, you know, sort of on off the cuff 
the kind of stuff the public needs they need to hear about the public should want this. This isn't just a media issue because you're right on what Biden's going to say. And Trump's going to say mainstream media. They're in Joe's pocket. Uh, I, I don't feel like I'm going to get a fair shake. I think Sean Hannity should moderate the debate. And obviously Biden wouldn't go for that. OK, tell me why the market is down a little bit this year after really a phenomenal run at the end of 2023 and what the concern level should be for someone who uh, is paying close attention. Well, I mean, listen, we had two months of nearly straight line up right at the end of last year. So it's, yeah. And then we start this year, things change. Tax strategies change. Fund managers change. Okay. If I was going to make the bear case and I'm not, but if I was going to, I would say something like, this is really wonky. The, the two year, 30 year, Bond yields have inverted in terms of one's worth more than the other one. It's rare that happens. Last two times it happened were the Internet crash and the 2009 financial crisis. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but if you wanted to take that case, you could point to these kind of wonky indicators like that. I think the U.S. market, is, the U.S. market's expensive. It's expensive. The problem, yep. Everyone just keeps buying the same seven to ten stocks. There's a lot of great companies in Minneapolis and all around you. That people just ignore. I think I think European markets are a better value. I'm not recommending anything. I'm just saying, and you saw my predictions. And I think Brazil, yep. will, Brazil will do well as well. U.S. market has just made has made people a lot of money the last two years, back to basically where they were, sort of you know 2022. But it's it's come back. And if you just bought the S and P 500 and nothing else, you've done okay yeah. in the last few years. You did very very well. Uh, I always enjoy the conversation. I know your schedule is busy. Thanks so much for coming on, and we'll uh, reach out again fairly soon. All right. Well, pile up the wood chips and keep the heater going, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Thanks, Sully. Take care. Sully, Bye-bye. tonight, CNBC, Monday through Friday, last call. Check it out. It's worth your time. Uh, Dave Harrigan is playing music today where he's basically mocking Vikings fans. It's either to the left, to the left, Gary Anderson missing the field goal to the left. Now the Super Bowl was held in Miami, so now we're playing the Will Smith song. I mean, do you feel good about this? This is in no way meant to be mocking. I was as heartbroken as any Vikings fan that day 25 years ago today. But now you're a bitter, cynical media member, and you feel like you've moved on and others have not, so you're taunting them. That day changed my Viking fandom. That is, in my life, that is a, you know, there's the where were you when it happens moments. Yep. I remember exactly where I was. I remember what happened after the game. They did you get a gun out? Friends. Did you get a gun out like uh, the other folks? That was, fr- did, did the guy's mom like stand in front of the TV and put her life in the hands to save the tube? Yeah. We Goodness. Had a, we had a caller suggesting his dad, a police officer at the time, was so angry about the Kansas City Super Bowl loss was ready to shoot the television. <laughs> Goodness. You hear those stories. That'd be a tough one to see. That would be a tough one to see. Nikki Haley, the country, the racism, and again, what is she thinking? We'll get to that early next hour on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.